Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Earth 81 podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. On today's show, we're going to be talking all about The Flash. I want to do like a season recap, talk about some of my favorite moments, favorite characters, favorite stories from this third season of The Flash on the CW. What a season it was. But before we get into that little piece of business for you here, uh, I want to send a shout out and a big thank you to Inari J, who is at JMR1022 on Twitter, who supported me on my Patreon page. Dude, thank you so much for your support. You have no idea how much it means to me. Uh, For those that don't know, I am back on Patreon. I am asking people to support the podcast, the YouTube channel, pretty much everything I do online that, that you love, the videos. Uh, I really appreciate it. Got some great rewards. You go to patreon.com slash Chris Robinson NJ. Check it out. Watch the video. Read, you know, the reasons I'm doing it. Can't thank Anari uh, J enough for supporting me. He's the first one to, to jump back on there. I did Patreon last year. Had a bunch of supporters too. Then stopped it because I wasn't producing content. But I'm back on there now because I'm doing this content creation thing. Full steam ahead. No joking around. Um, and also, another plug for myself, on my YouTube channel, I did a T, uh, TC, yeah, DC TV news video. There's been a lot of little tidbits and news bites coming out of uh, all the DC TV shows since they ended. Just a, just a handful so far, but each week, I kind of want to gather them all together and do a quick video. And uh, if there's not room for all of them in the video, I'll do them right here on the Earth81 podcast. And make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Earth81 podcast and follow me at Chris Robinson NJ on Twitter and Instagram. All right, let's jump right into The Flash season three. It took me, I swear, I looked, I was like, wait, this has only been the third season? Like, I feel like it's been on much longer. I know Arrow just wrapped up season five, but I was like, man, it feels so, so much longer than that. But they've been great seasons. And this season especially, I think this season had a strong start. I feel like I had a bit of a lull in the middle. And then they really finished off, finished it strongly uh, with a lot of great episodes, a lot of great twists and turns and the Savitar reveal and whatnot. But uh, I want to kind of do like a category, like a best of thing. That's the best way and kind of like get my thoughts together and figure out, you know, why I, I love this season so much. Um, let's start off with the best new character of the season. I thought it was definitely Julian. I liked that he started out. He was really button heads with Barry after Barry came back from Flashpoint and, and you know, Julian existed and, and was working with Barry and he wasn't there before. Barry's like, well, what's happening? What's <laughs> Who's this guy? I created a dick. <laughs> I went back to try to save my mother. I come back and I'm stuck with his dick at work. Like what the hell, man? And he's British. Oh, come on guys. No, but he's <laughs> Tom Felton's a great actor and everybody loves him from the Harry Potter series. You know, he's kind of a villain there. And so it was kind of good to have him start off as, as a dick. I think Harry Potter fans like, you know, initially like, man, I like this guy. And Flash fans, I think we're the same way. But uh, he really transformed himself, you know, after they got rid of alchemy and, and you know, Savitar's control was gone. They got rid of the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, Julian was a vital part of the team. You know, they could never have enough like genius helpers <laughs> on Team Flash. The mo- more geniuses and, and people with helpful skills and his CSI skills just really helped out. And then he fell in love with Caitlin. And that was kind of a cool arc too, you know, and he kind of caused her to go full speed as Killer Frost. Like he saved her life, but she's Killer Frost now. And then she's like, I don't love you anymore. And it's just like, like, man, this character has been through so many twists and turns in just one season on this show. 
And I'm excited to see, you know, where they take him next year. Is he still going to be obsessed with Caitlyn and helping her and helping her come back from being Killer Frost? He created this cure that she's like, yeah, I don't want this. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and keep that. I don't love you. Uh, screw you. Go ahead. And uh, so, yeah, so Julian, hands down, was my favorite character from this season, favorite new character from this season. And speaking of Killer Frost slash Caitlyn Snow, I would say she goes as my biggest change of the season, you know, in terms of like how much something has changed on the show, maybe a series regular or just like a, you know, a sticking point like H.R. Harrison Wells, that'd be a big change too, how much he's changed. But I think this season, Caitlyn was the biggest change because, you know, she started to develop these powers after Flashpoint and Flashpoint was the impetus for everything. And she knew about Killer Frost from Earth 2, didn't want to become her, didn't think she was going to become her, like, I don't have powers, and then Barry screwed that all up. And so she went from being, you know, innocent, beautiful, genius Caitlyn Snow, helping out Team Flash to, oh crap, I've got these powers that not only are awesome powers and very, very powerful, uh, this controlling ice and, and snow and whatnot, but uh, also it makes me just evil, like it changed her whole, the dynamic of her whole personality, which I don't think a lot of the other, you know, metahumans had. Like, it, it really did, like, frost over her emotionally and made her, you know, unable to have friends and love. But then toward the end of the season, you saw that conflict start to arise. Like, Caitlyn Snow and Killer Frost were literally two entities inside of her. And the, the struggle to keep them separate or have them mesh was ongoing. And that was really intriguing and really entertaining. And I like the fact that at the end of the season... Uh, season finale, she's like, there is no Caitlyn Snow. They're like, well, are you Killer Frost? She's like, well, my eye color is different <laughs> and my hair is white. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I am, but we're not friends anymore and I'll see you later. So I, I, I'm more excited to see what happens to her next season, I think, than any other character. I mean, besides like, you know, Barry and Wally and the rest of the team, what's going to happen? But it's like, we don't know how she's going to return to the show. Is it going to be friend or foe? And just to how much she's meant to the team over these last three seasons and for her to not be there anymore, you know, episode one, Caitlin and Cisco and Barry, you know, fighting crime. That's going to be a big change for the show. So Caitlin gets my biggest change of the season. Best villain this year, and I'm going to go non-Savitar and non-Alchemy. I guess I could throw Alchemy in, into the mix, but I'm going to go non-Savitar since he was the big bad. I'm going to go best uh, small-time villain <laughs> or, or like one or two episode villain. It's going to be Gorilla Grodd. I really like where they went with his character and his story this season. You know, they've, they've really built him up slowly over these three seasons and sending him to Earth 2 and having him in this power struggle in Gorilla City and then, you know, leading this army to Earth. Like, it was a really cool, very comic booky two episodes. You know, a lot of times they try to take the comic book stories and, and make them a little too TV-ish. I don't know really how to explain it any more than that. Like, they adapt it. They adapt it well, but, like, this one was very comic booky to have Barry fighting a giant gorilla and just in the the mind control and he's talking through people through Julian and everyone. Uh, and then he's leading this army, you know, through the breach onto earth, earth one. Uh, it's just really cool. And, and now Argus has him, I guess. And Argus has him and King shark locked up. And it's like, that's not going to last. <laughs> are you kidding me? You gave Barry the alien power source that kept King shark at bay. How the hell are you keeping Grodd down here? Come on now. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward uh, to more Grodd. I hope we get at least like one story arc per season centered around him. Um, I I saw people saying like, wouldn't it be cool if he was kind of like, uh, like a mid-level big bad, like if he came in for like more than one or two episodes. 
But uh, he's just such a cool cartoon villain. I don't know, just the whole King Kong thing, Planet of the Apes. Like, it's such a cool vibe. I'm a huge Planet of the Apes fan, the original movies, the new movies. So, Grodd gets my nod for best non-Savitar villain of the season. Now, my favorite moment of the season, and this is just very broad, I know. I think my favorite moment of the season was Cisco finding Gypsy. You know, like finding each other. You know, she came in as kind of like a villain at first because she was after HR. But then, you know, she's helping the team out. Then she said uh, during the finale, like she felt Cisco kind of like vibing her or looking for her like across the multiverse. And like she came to save him. Like that's such a cool moment. And I love Cisco. You know, he, he's such a great character. He's been such an integral part of the show. And he, he's looking for love. You know, <laughs> you know, everybody's kind of had love and lost it. You know, Caitlin had Ronnie. And uh, then she had Jay last season and all that ended. And, uh, you know, then she had Julian for a short time this season. And Cisco had had Hawk Girl. <laughs> he had her for sh- very, very short, like one or two episodes type of deal. Uh, but like Cisco hasn't really found that love interest. And Snart's sister, I guess. You can count her as a love interest. But, you know, to find someone else with his powers and she's gorgeous and they just you know the the chemistry between the two of them was really good on the show just his sarcasm and her kind of keeping him at arm's length but you could tell she she was into him and uh, so you know you really like you want cisco to have find love everybody else you know barry and iris everybody else is finding love even joe's got a girlfriend now <laughs> like give cisco a girlfriend give him give him a relationship and and see where it goes and it'd be cool to have kind of like a long distance relationship thing like she can't stay on this earth but you know she can pop in from time to time if cisco disappears for an episode they'd be like oh he's visiting gypsy on on her earth the same way kind of wally and jesse quick visit each other so i think that was really a really cool moment for them to finally give cisco a girl and to have it be in such a cool dynamic of her also having the same vibe powers. All right, let's go to favorite episode of the season. This, this is the tough one. This, I had to literally go back and kind of look through a couple just to get episode names and be like, Oh, am I sure about this? I want to give honorable mentions. First of all, to the gorilla city two-parter. That was a great, great episode. Really enjoyed that. Um, Infantino street and the new rogues, both those episodes were Leonard Snart, Captain Cold. New Rogues was cool. It also had Mirror Master and Top. And then Infantino Street, uh, just the way they brought Snart back and his interactions with Barry and stealing the the, the power source or trying to. Um, you know, Captain Cold is, is one of the best characters in the DC TV universe right now. It sucks that he's sort of dead, <laughs> but they can pluck him out of time and space when they need him. So those are my, all my honor, honorable mentions. I think my favorite episode was the season premiere like the, the flashpoint i think because it really it set up the whole season so well and it just set up what a screw-up barry did like how big a screw-up this was that you know cisco's brother died and caitlin has her powers and now iris is gonna die and savitar was created and reverse flash warned him like you're not gonna be the hero of this one like all these different plot points set up by this one simple act of what he thought was hero heroism and this one simple act of love trying to save his mother trying to save his family changing his upbringing changing everything about his life and not thinking about anyone else's and what a shit storm it rained down for the whole rest of the season like i think just the epic effect that flashpoint had on the whole season makes it my favorite episode like it just it just 
rippled just shockwaves throughout everyone else's lives, everyone else's stories. Jul- creation of Julian. Who knew if he even even existed before Flashpoint, or if he just you know was off working somewhere else, and never made it to Central City. It's just so much. If you go go back and watch it of, of what that episode did in terms of creating the rest of the season like it really is my favorite episode and they also i mean they took it from the comics they took it and adapted it from the comics you know it wasn't exact by any means but they just took that concept and the name and everything and i think it really just worked well and it really just you know bled into everything so flashpoint the season premiere uh is probably my favorite probably no it is my (laughs) i say probably too much it is my favorite episode of the season Overall, I think this was probably my favorite season of The Flash. I say probably again. I always do that to try to like wiggle out of it. Like, uh, if you tell me I'm wrong, I can wiggle out of it. Like I said, probably. No, <laughs> it's just such a natural thing for me to say. No, this was my favorite season uh, with season one right behind it because that was a truly incredible season two and the twists and turns with uh, Thawne and Wells and everything. But um like I said, it all stems from Flashpoint. Like, what what a what a shitstorm Barry created. And I like that they had him pay for it. I like that he really had to suffer for his mistake and for not letting the past be the past and realizing how his past had shaped him. Like, everything that had happened to him was created by that moment. And I know, in a way, that moment of his mother's death was created by reverse Flash and him and, and things that happened in the future. So, I mean, time and time travel had already kind of ripped up his life uh, in a way that it shouldn't have, or that's unexpected. And then, but he couldn't accept it. And he's like, well, if, if I, if I'm not in control of my, the way my past is, you know, the way, way it was and what the effect it had, then why can't I go back and change it? But it's like, yeah, but now you've learned Barry that there's, if you keep changing the past, changing the past, change the past, ask the legends, uh, <laughs> it's going to screw up things for more than just you. And I think, I think he had the speed force had to teach him that lesson that no matter how many times, he thought he was being a hero. He always had an air of selfishness about him. He always, you know, didn't stop to think about everyone else and just thought, what about me? What about my life? Why is my life so sad? But like things play out the way they're going to play out, man. You're the Flash now. You have family. You have friends. You have a career. You have these powers. Like your life has turned out pretty good. Yeah, it sucks that these super villains are going to be coming after you and trying to hurt you and hurt these people. But you have to deal with that in the now. You have to just deal with that in the now, trust yourself, trust your powers, trust your team, and, and move forward with it. If you keep going back, going back, going back, I mean, it's a great life lesson. You can't, we, we can't change things in our past. It's like, you have to deal with your life now and move forward and plan ahead and, you know, try just to, to do your best with the curveballs that life throws at you. And I think at the end of the season now, and the Speed Force is like, yeah, no, now you have to be in this prison. Like, all this happened because of you. All, all these consequences are because of you. This prison is because of you. So you're going to have to go and be in this prison, this hellacious prison that we've, we've warned you about. And you're going to have to hope that the friends and family uh, that you haven't fully relied on in the past, you're going to have to hope that they can get you out of this because they're your only hope now. You know, the, Cisco and, and Tracy and, and Harrison Wells from Earth 2 and Julian, like that, like that's that's your your safety net now. If they can't get you out of this, then this is the price you pay for changing the past and effing up everybody else's life. So I like that. I like that. Even though Barry's the hero, like Reverse Flash said, he was also in a way the vi- the villain, very much so, being Savitar, but also Barry Flash present day, also the villain. You know, and and th- this is this is the price he pays, and it's gonna it's gonna lead to a very interesting season four. 
That's the, that's the biggest thing. It really is a great cliffhanger. It really goes into season four. Like, okay, Wally, you're the Flash now. Let's let's go. Let's do this thing. Like, <laughs> don't make the same mistakes Barry has made. Don't go back in time and try to save your mother. Any of that shit. We know how it plays out. So, really enjoyed this season. In my opinion, the best season so far of the show. That is it today for the Earth 81 podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and following along with me. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you thought of this season, what some of your favorite moments were uh, at Chris Robinson and Jay or at Earth 81 podcast, whichever one. Hit me up on Instagram, same two addresses. Uh, Next week, I'm going to do Arrow, going to kind of take a look back at that season and what a season that was. As I said at the top of the show, you can support me and the podcast and my YouTube channel and every every piece of content I create by going to patreon.com slash chrisrobinsonnj. Watch the video, read what I'm trying to do, check out the rewards and any support you can offer. Even if it's only $1 a month, I would truly, truly appreciate it. My dream is to be a full-time content creator and with your help, I can make that happen and continue to help support my family. So please check out my Patreon page and also I have another podcast. Kyle is napping, <laughs> where I talk about being a stay-at-home dad, being a parent, being a husband. Check that out, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. This show, The Earth 81, is only on SoundCloud right now. I'm going to get like one or two more episodes up, and then I'll have it in those same locations, Stitcher, iTunes, everywhere. And of course, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Chris Robinson and Jay. I'm going to do some Doctor Who reviews that I've been doing, or from Black's coming up. I'm thinking about doing Preachers, so I got a lot of stuff planned before the DC TV shows come back in the fall to keep that channel going. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Show ran a little long today. It's, I, I, I figured it would. I like to keep it 10 to 15 minutes, but I mean, doing kind of season recap stuff and it would take a while. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your week. Smile. Bye bye. <laughs>